Hey guys, once again, Alan from Coffee and Heroes. I uh, just wanted to do a quick podcast review for Batman issue 50, uh, just uh, in anticipation of issue 51 being released tomorrow. Uh, this is being recorded on the Tuesday, uh, which is the um, 17th of July, with again, as I say, the 18th of July carrying the release of Batman 51. So, Issue 50, it was released two weeks ago to a lot of fanfare. Um, it, it's one of those comics that seemed to actually cross the divide between sort of our small section of comic fans and it actually was embraced by the complete entertainment industry. You know, Tom Keane was on chat shows chatting about it. It was the number one trending topic on Twitter. Um, and for better or worse, it, uh, it appeared on the pages of the New York Times. Uh, I mean, for those who don't know, with regards to the New York Times. Basically three days before it was due to be released, the New York Times decided that they would review the issue. Now there's no no problems with that. A lot of movies get reviewed in advance. Uh, a lot of albums get reviewed in advance of release. The problem with this was it ran with the headline, it just wasn't meant to be Batman. Now a lot of the mystery and a lot of the um, a lot of the anticipation for this issue was learning whether or not Batman and Catwoman would get married. Now, if you lead with a headline like that three days before it comes out, you know, this lack of any sort of spoiler warning, it's not like it was contained within the article. This was the headline. This was what was to grab your attention. Um, I mean, for me, I mean, again, this is just my opinion, but at best, this was misjudged, at worst, unprofessional and quite malicious, to be honest, you know, quite belittling to the uh, to the comic book fans who are out there. So what I would say is that Tom Keane even came on to Twitter, so he did. Um, and saying he was pissed about it, he was, you know, wondering how it was fair that years of work and painstaking set up within all of his issues could be ruined in just one headline. And the guy who wrote the article has actually come out since and talked about how he would handle it differently. And you know, he's a comics fan; he didn't mean to ruin things. He actually tried to blame DC a little bit, saying that they had his permission. But you know, again, this is maybe part of the problem. Um, with this with this issue and how it has been received you know it was advertised in one way by dc but you know tom Keane never really said any of this stuff himself but uh no just in response to this again just with tom Keane on twitter he did say that this was issue 50 of a 100 issue story uh so even if they ruin this they can't actually ruin everything that's coming up so on to the issue itself um was it any good in my humble opinion i think it was absolutely fantastic I thought that it was uh, a great celebration of the bat and the cat 70 plus years together, apart, chasing each other. I thought that it basically has shook up the status quo in a way that has me massively excited to see what comes next. Uh, But can I say at the same time why it was massively divisive? Absolutely. It was one of my first thoughts actually as soon as I finished reading it. Up to this point, um, I haven't really discussed that many spoilers outside of anything that's already been printed, looking at New York Times. Uh, But at this point here onwards, there's going to be tons of spoilers. So if you haven't read the issue, fire down to the store. We do have a couple of copies left. If not, and you have read it, feel free to listen on. So bottom line, do they get married? Well, that would be a no. Um, this is where the divisiveness comes in. Uh, as I sort of articulated about a little bit earlier, you know, DC really did market this as you know the wedding event of the summer. There have been, <clears throat> pardon me, there's been tie-in issues, crossovers, reading lists. They even sent out fake wedding invitations, you know, to the retailers to try and advertise this. You know, advertising the reading list as well. So if there had been no wedding at the end, you know, I can see why that might feel like a cheat to some people. 
But I think if you look past that expected but ultimately unfulfilled ending, I think you'll find so much more. Uh, to me, it really did feel like a celebration issue, despite the lack of wedding. You know, when it was first announced that there would be so many guest artists on this, I thought maybe it was a bit of a mistake. I thought it might affect the flow of the story. Uh, up to this point in Tom Keane's run, his most trusted artist has been Mikel Yannon, who I think has done a fantastic job. So I thought it would be a bit of a shame to maybe take him away from it. But actually, you know, my fears were unfounded. I thought it worked perfectly. You know, I actively looked forward to turning the page each time and seeing who was drawing the next pin-up page. Uh, this is essentially how they integrated all the different artists into it. Uh, they basically gave them the equivalent of splash pages, or there were a couple of artists who did some sort of uh, comic panels and stretched out their work a little bit. But um, these pages, they were a celebration of showing how the relationship, and it must be said, how the wardrobes of both characters have evolved over the years. You know, we had contributions for this issue from Neil Adams, Greg Capullo, Tim Sale, Becky Cloonan, Andy Kubert, Frank Miller, Jim Lee, Jason Fabuk, Lieber Mayo, Tony Daniel, Paul Pope, you know, and, and more besides that. You know, even if you don't particularly appreciate the developments in the story and the direction that the story is going in, you can't help but be wowed by the art in this. And I think every single artist who was um, contributing to this really brought their A-game. You know, you could cut out any of the, the pages, blow them up to a print, frame them. Perfect piece of art on your wall. Uh, now, Mikel Yanan was thankfully on hand to provide the sequential art as well, which is great. Uh, so for me, let's just chat about what I thought made it so great. There's a moment in the issue between Bruce and Alfred where Bruce um, is sitting there playing about on his phone. Alfred says to him, shall I call him Master Clark or Master Dick? You know, obviously to be Bruce's best man. And Bruce basically says, Alfred, it's always been you from the beginning. I don't think I could do it without you. And there's this real look of, you know, love in Alfred's eyes as Bruce sort of nonchalantly says this. And then the two of them embrace in a hug. You know, I'm not too manly to say that, you know, I welled up a little bit at that point. Um, I love the fact that Bruce is ready to take the next step here. There was a part of me that when it was coming towards the end of the issue, I could see the writing on the wall. I knew they weren't going to get married. And I thought to myself, if the, neither of them show up, then I don't like that. It's, it's a bit too convenient, really. But I love that Selena showed up early, but then decided not to go through with it. But Bruce waited there for a full hour after the arranged time to meet. You know, Bruce really was ready to take this next step, even if she wasn't. And, you know, I love that. That shows progression on Bruce's character, um, even if it, he does get slapped in the face with it. Uh, I love the idea of them getting married on a rooftop. It's where their, a lot of their relationship has been based. I love the idea of them using, like, a drunk minister who'll forget he even did it a couple of days later. And just a couple of their closest confidants as, uh, as witnesses. I think that, you know, there's little bits of fun throughout the issue. I think the two of them separately dealing with Tweedledee and Tweedledum was a lot of fun. Um, I love that the letters to each other, uh, which is a, a plot device in the issue, are what um, serves as a narration for the issue. I love that all the characters that Keane's introduced in the first 50 issues are all present in that final panel. I mean, come on, Flashpoint Batman's there, Thomas Wayne, what the hell is he doing there? Um, you know, Joker's there, Riddler's there, Bane's there. So you can see that this is a long, ongoing story. So I think if you've been reading this story from the start, you'll get so much more out of it. Um, I will say that I do think that issues 48 and 49 are so essential um, to a company issue 50. 
Uh, issue 48 was basically one long conversation between the Joker and Batman as they fought. And issue 49 was one long conversation between Catwoman and the Joker as they fought. And I think the Joker really did get into both their heads. In a sense, he did destroy the wedding. You know, when this was first advertised, everyone thought the Joker would blow up the wedding or, you know, there'd be a holdup or, you know, he would come in with loads of goons and shoot up the church. But in a sense, he didn't need to do that. He actually got into both their heads and that's what ultimately, I think, swayed Selena away from um, from actually going through with it. And, you know, the Joker destroyed the wedding. But you don't really get that in issue 50 on its own. That's why I do think issue 48 and 49 definitely essential um, accompaniments to this as well um, I mean I'll, I'll just round up I didn't want to you know ramble on too much about this I'll just give a little bottom line you know review of it at the end of the day what's the scariest version of Batman for me it's one who has no attachments nothing to obstruct his true mission and promise to his parents all of that is true but what about a betrayed Batman one who has shared all of his deepest darkest secrets with someone you know, the, the, the whole War of Jokes and Riddles storyline is him telling Selina the worst thing he ever did, something he never told anyone before. That feeds into this run. He's basically given up everything to be with her. And she has now betrayed that trust. I mean, I think that's a really, really interesting dynamic that, moving forward. Um, and now, of course, the criminal factor in Gotham knows identity. They know who Batman is. They know, they know that he's Bruce Wayne. Um, so that, along with an unhinged Batman, has me really, really excited for what's coming next. So, coming for uh, new releases this week, Batman 51. Can't wait for it. So, yeah, just a quick short review there, guys. Um, I'll try and make it more of a consistent thing with some of the bigger releases, just to give you a little bit of our insights anyway. Um, hope to see you guys in the store soon. Until then, take it easy. Until next time.